Welcome back, everybody. This is Miss Liz, and you are tuned in to One Word Podcast. Here we are taking one word and looking into the scriptures to see what God has to say about that word. So listen, we are going to be uh, entering upon segment two of our one word, which is peace. Let's take a look at uh, Romans 8, 6. The King James Version says this, For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. So let's talk about something that we all go through. And I'm just going to say it this way. Yes, there will be storms. Uh, as we look at this, let's kind of kind of think about God in the midst of our storms. I know uh, it seems like that God isn't always in sync with our life the way we want him to be in sync. Uh, and we want to say this. We want to make this statement. Lord, we just want to have a glassy, calm sea. Thank you very much. And let that be. Everything smooth sailing. The thing about us is this. We love comfort. We want trouble-free days without any issues. We want our spouses and our kids uh, not to have conflict with us. We want co-workers who aren't annoying. We want appliances and vehicles that never break down. We view any disturbance to our schedule or, or our agenda as a huge problem. We, or those close to us, must be doing something wrong. Something needs to change because there's this way too many storms. But this is the kick in the pants about this. Without storms and difficulties, we have no need for peace. Now that's deep. He's like, okay, think about that. Without the storms, without difficulties, we don't have any need for peace. So storms and hardships have great potential to break us, to take us out, to remove us from our purpose, or at the very least, to distort our focus. Our unrelenting enemy never misses an opportunity to bring his lies and his accusations with the expectation to steal our peace. He wants to kill our trust, and ultimately, he wants to destroy our faith. I need to alert you. I'm about to say something we do not want to hear. And it's this. Storms also have the ability to build us. It's in the storm that we get to practice our faith and trust in God and our love for others. It takes no faith to agree with and believe the enemy's accusations. That takes no faith at all. This is too hard. It won't matter what you choose. Think about yourself. It's not worth the fight. All of that comes rushing in. But pushing against worry and concern takes a, uh, actually a determined push of faith 
and believe in what God says and can do. We have to be determined in that. I'm saying it out loud, and I need you to say this out loud as many times as you can. I choose to trust God. God, I'm waiting for you to come through. Father, I believe you see me, and somehow, some way, you're going to work all of this out for my good. What might happen if instead of trying to avoid life's storms, we met our difficult situations head on? What if we pushed through our fears and, and gave up control? What if we saw these hard times as opportunities for spiritual growth and enlarging our heart? What if our willingness to step into the hard places teaches our children and those around us things that they might never learn? And then a sidebar, I'm going to tell you this. It's not always about us. Prepare your heart. Prepare your heart to expect storms and difficulties so you won't be caught off guard when they happen. From his peace and presence, you are fully equipped with strength and courage to make it through to the other side. As you willingly step into difficult situations and choose to see them as opportunities for increase, you will gain confidence and inner strength from his invisible presence. Your abilities will be enlarged beyond what you ever thought possible. Most importantly, you will be able to tell those behind you that they will successfully make it through their own storms, not on their own, but with the peace of God in their heart. Every storm we encounter has potential to destroy us, but peace promises to guard our hearts and our minds. When we become courageous enough to meet that storm head on, hand in hand with our Father, we will will lose only the things that need to die. What is it that needs to die? Pride, negativity, criticism, selfishness, resentment. Those things hold us in deep bondage and prevent us from being who God has called us to be. Things that need to die so that we can fully be alive in him. I imagine that our trust in Jesus Christ brings a smile to his face as he guides us through to freedom on the other side. When our eyes remained on him in the deepest, darkest storm, we will have peace because peace is a person and his name is Jesus. Let's pray. Father, we once again thank you for your word. Thank you for this deposit into our hearts, God. We choose to face each storm head on, God. We know we could do it facing it head on because you 
are at the helm of the ship, God. We thank you that you will navigate through all the storms, all the winds, all the waves, God. We thank you that you are the captain of our soul, God, and you are navigating through the waters of life on our behalf, God. We thank you that we could rest in, we could rely on, and we could adhere to your promises, God. And you promise us peace. And we recognize you as the Prince of Peace. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen, you all. So listen, go in peace. Live a life of peace. And do not let anything disturb your peace. And in closing, as always, remember this, one word could change the course of your life. See you on Monday.